describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. bring your books with you well we we drove so it wasn't that hard yeah ah, the answer is yes because okay. we drove and i got my dice here and i'm rolling the dorso roll and here it is it's a six that's monster manual two so isn't monst- it it okay. is so okay monster manual, monster two, manual two again not sure how i ever agreed to this it's 1983 you don't have you you if you're anything you live by your that's own true rules. 83. All right. So you're, uh, would you like to roll a D10 to find out where we are? I hope we should be outdoors because look at me. That would make sense. Right. Well, the 15th layer is actually, this is the most terrifying layer because it looks very idyllic. It's forest and everything, but it's a, it's a, actually the most terrifying because you have to wear a polo shirt. <laughs> Everyone walks around in a polo shirt. <laughs> I rolled the six. Hey, there you go. Six. Hey, look, how about that? Outdoor. Random encounter. Thank wow. you. Thank you. Okay, you so go. now, sir, you are rolling mm-hmm. a D6 to find out what, uh, what type yeah, of sir, cold, temperate. Three. Temperate wilderness. Look. Look behind me. How, I mean, how about that? Who would have thought the temperate wilderness would have been the most likely outdoor thing you could get? Okay, I see what you're doing there. All right, roll the D6 because it's even more narrow. Well, temperate wilderness with tall trees and <laughs> well, actually, brush. actually a desert. Oh, five. Not the de- no, plains and scrub, which again is, we're in a wilderness plain. <laughs> so it is kind of scrubby out here. All right, so we're in uh, plains and scrubs. Please roll your D8 and your D12. D8, D12, ready. Oh, yeah. Oh, ready. Yeah, it's only what, roll four? Uh, 14. A shadow mastiff. Isn't that, wait, isn't that a dog? A mastiff, how do you pronounce that? Yeah. A mastiff. Mastiff shadow. Mastiff. mastiff. It's a big yeah. dog. Isn't that a big dog? Yep. Big it Sounds dog. ridiculous. And I don't know if it's under shadow. No, the, 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 the Mordrons are ridiculous. The shadow mastiff is pretty fun. It's on page 84 so of the Manual 2. Ta-da. There it is. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not a cat, but... No. It's just... I don't know. All right. I got to get into a better mood. Here we go. 
Okay. Hey, it's parenthetical evil. That's the most important. Oh my gosh, thing. it is. It's neutral parenthetical evil. I like that. So add another one. Yeah. All right. What's yeah, it for? Don't one. look. You already have, haven't you? Uh, I, have, I have it out. I showed you. You know its frequency. It out, so. Now I do because I looked at it. It's scary that it's uncommon. Is it's it is frequency. scary? Why is it uncommon? Because uncommon is fairly common, despite its name. That's true. Right. Oh, and they they're they four to sixteen. They're in packs, so it's like a pack of dogs, shadow dogs. Yeah. AC six. They move really fast. Oh, so wait, I, I haven't read it yet. So is this the kind of thing where you're like walking along and this strange shadowy dog is like chasing you and you're running? A, a, a pack It's of like them. the beginning yeah. of like a, an episode, some TV episode, right? You just see the guy walking and he's chased. You don't know what happens, right? It's like, a, like an right. X-Files, it's the beginning of an X-Files episode. And then, mm-hmm. all right, and then Scully and Mulder show up. Okay, so... Yeah, after after the person's dead, they're like, well, how, "What happened?" Yeah, yep. and they, so a hit dice are four minus one hit point. Bright, so they don't like bright light. Twenty percent. Right. They actually have a layer, which is interesting. I wouldn't think shadows have a layer, but they do. A layer of shadows. That's a that's a great name of an album. The layer. The of layer shadows. of shadows. Like Released this or the so, or this a song summer. from Pseudo Undead. Yeah. L O S. LOS, as opposed to SOS. <laughs> That's right. LOS. The LOS album. And then we'll do the SOL album. That's right. <laughs> or we'll be the band SOL. Back to back. SOL doing LOS. That's right. That's right. So, okay, wait, this is kind of cool. Baying causes panic. Oh, so this is very, this is kind of like Hounds of the Basketball kind of thing. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm starting to warm up yeah. to these guys. Uh, this is why, you know, I, I don't even go with your initial reaction because you change it most of the time. You either poop, start poo-pooing it, and rightly so. Most of the time, when you poo-poo, I'm, I'm with you, right? But uh, but this time, it's you have monster magic. You have MM2 prejudice. I do. That's why I commit. Yes, it's like a minus twenty-five on the reaction roll. It's because you know it's yeah. got like a charisma of three, doesn't it? The monster magic <laughs> too. The monster magic one's got like a charisma of seventeen. It would have an eighteen. Is it really that bad, or is it, or is it just at homely? I don't. The three is kind of, you know, kill on sight almost. But uh, <laughs> it was a, the opposite like a of six. divine awe thing, right? Yeah, the, yeah, horror. the horror. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the horror. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, all right. So neutral print evil. I like that. So yeah. Okay. So I'm liking some things. These hound-like creatures are normally encountered on the plane of shadow. Wait, it's the plane of shadow. I was waiting knew, for you. I was like, when is he going to get mad about knew this? Comment. I haven't even figured out the normal planes. You know, they confuse me. What's the plane of shadow? Well, we'd have to go. We'd have to look at a book that's really late in the game. The uh, the manual of the planes. It's a demiplane, if What's I remember dem- correctly. Fortunately, Carlos. What's a demiplane? Right, like the fog and oh. what they had in Fiend Folio. Remember the fog and smoke? I thought they came. They were like those are be- those are between the elemental yeah. planes, but the shadow is a- is another. Okay, plane. so we're adding planes. Okay, in their natural habitat, they roam. Oh yeah, there's lots of planes now. There's the Candyland plane. There's all kinds. Oh, gosh. Okay, but what's, what's troubling though is they're obviously encountered on the Prime Material plane because that was a random encounter. Or in this case, the abyssal plane. Right. But if you were just doing it straight on the random encounter roll that we did, right? Because we did a random encounter right. roll. That's right. And, and you know, yep. you didn't even roll that crazy. Okay. No. They, uh, in their natural habitat, they roam in packs and are used as trained guard beasts. 
in shadowy conditions, paren, plane of shadow, moonlight, etc., a shadow mastiff is a terrible foe. Now, I just said mastiff. Is that wrong? Oh, we don't know. No. I usually say mastiff. Can you? No, I'm not going to ask you to pull up an audio. Unless you want. I'm not suggesting no. you pull up an audio. Mastiff. <laughs> mastiff. Um, okay. It can strike and then blend with the shadows. So that is 40% unlikely to be seen. Wait, does that mean that in the same attack, so it can attack, and then when I attack it, it's back in the shadows? Yes, that's what I well, would that, say. Because otherwise it's not really a terrible foe, right? Otherwise then it's just cowering right. in the shadows like a thief or, or dwarf. Yes, that's right. Okay. However, in bright light, it loses 50% of its normal movement ability and cannot use shadows for concealment. Okay, but you got to have shadowy conditions, obviously. Well, so what if... Yes. Well, wait, what if it's night? Oh, so you need, yes, it's moonlight. So that's the best So that's the best time for these guys to go hunting. Twilight or yeah. pre-dawn. Or moonlight, you got a full moon. Moonlight. So they want right. shadows. Yeah, anywhere with shadows. Yeah. I would think... Or be in a forest with a big canopy, you know, if mm-hmm. it was... That's why they probably like that. Why wouldn't complete darkness at night with no moon, a new moon be great for them too because it's not shadow i know but they're dark they'd be a a nightmare but you can't see shadows at all in the in the darkness there's no shadows they wouldn't appear at all that's right that's maybe they can't appear then oh they need to be they need a shadow to take a shadow form they need to be able to take a shadow form that's what you're saying okay the la the layer of a pack of shadow mastiffs is 50 percent likely to gain two to five whelps that's a new word for me. Yeah, this is the part I like. Yeah, it's a okay. puppy. These, the whelps. These young... This this is the good part. Oh, really? These young can be taken and sold for two to 500 gold pieces each. That's hilarious. The bait... Right. That's good stuff. I'm warming up to this. So you're at the, you're at the market, and somebody's selling... It's like, what's in there? I don't see anything. They're like, here, come here. Let me come under the canopy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's that bang? That's terrible. So there's like a there's like a a whelp shadow mastiff market. Yes. Is there like a, somewhere? So do you think that at the market there's like a dude in a shadow like a mastiff costume waving? No, this is I think this is, and this is going to probably come off bad, but I I picture like the gremlins scene where you go down to. Yeah, Chinatown or some version of it down the back <laughs> <Yes>. alley, and <laughs> this is Petco. I want, I want a special. Yes, yeah, it's the it's the demonic Petco, right? Oh, shadow things and well, what was the other thing? The eggs, clutches of eggs of I don't know wyverns yes. and all these other things that you pick up. Yeah, okay, that's very interesting. All right, I like that. So, which again uh, is interesting because instead of slaughtering the young, which you know that was always the moral conundrum. Uh, it's, it's sell the things into bondage or certain, why kill, which is so awesome. why kill that, which you can sell. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So that's yeah. so much, so much right? better. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so then, so like if you're an evil magic user or a neutral paren evil magic user, so you can have like, you right. buy a shadow mastiff whelp, you raise it. Mm-hmm. Does it like you, do you think? Is it like a normal dog? I think so. I think, well, it can be trained, right? That's what it says. It can be trained. Oh, wait, I don't think I've gotten there yet. Let me see. 
Well, because it's trained to be a guard. Oh, yeah, up there. I already forgotten about that. I know. So, yeah, so that's kind of cool. So you'd go to the park with your Shadow Mastiff, and he he kills people. Cool. Okay. Right. All right. The bang of a pack of Shadow Mastiffs is certain to cause panic. Certain. Resulting in flight directly away from the bang while dropping any item held in the hand. It's not certain. Unless a save versus spells is made. So that's, okay, that's a lot of fun. So you could have like a big fair the, and you just let your shadow mastiff cause havoc, wreak havoc. Well, this is saying uh, the bang of a pack of shadow mastiffs is certain to cause unless, panic. Certain unless. <laughs> no, it doesn't say. Unless Where a save versus unless? spells is made is the last clause. Well, it says resulting. Well, is that where? Okay, this is good. Resulting in flight directly away from oh. the bang while dropping an item held in the hand, comma, unless the save versus. You're saying me. it modifies just the middle clause, not the first clause. So what you're saying is it'll cause well, panic. I'm, I'm, the question is whether it'll the panic will result in everyone running directly away and dropping their stuff. Right. I like that. I mean, that's 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 certainly usually a clause qualifies the preceding clause. So you right. I mean, why would because you would write that differently? But yes. of course, this is you wouldn't write certain. So you're right. Yeah. So it's certain to cause panic, especially when they use the word certain. Right. Usually that means certain. It's not. It's unqualified. You're right. So okay. So it's gonna okay. So the pack. So our thought is the pack will cause panic, but you're not necessarily gonna flee and drop all your stuff. So you may right. just panic, but clutch it tightly because if i recall either the fear spell or the wand of fear one of those if you fail you have a chance of dropping your weapon that's where i think okay. that comes from so now I let me someone in the chat will well, this is interesting know. though it says the bang of a pack so if i've bought from the that the 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 underground petco maybe we should switch mm-hmm. that name out and use a pet storco um, Yes. Pet, uh, well, what is our pet? We can't believe we don't have a name for that yet, right? For our, yeah. you know, the the menagerie, right? whatever menagerie. you want to call it, the, right? So, so if I just Bob's pet menagerie. Well, Go if ahead. I just buy one, if I buy a whelp, then it doesn't. It's mm-hmm. bang doesn't cause panic. It's just one. Well, that is that is a way to rule for that. Absolutely, because then it says for each number of shadow under ten, add one to the roll. A one always oh, failing. I should keep reading. For each number of shadow under 10, add a one to the die roll. Oh, so if it's one, then you add you add nine. So I guess it could be one. Oh, but for every two, Master. And a one, oh, uh, yeah, for every two, it's subtract over 12. So Do I get that, it if it's one? Now, that, no, because it says pack. Now, what, what I, what is, again, this is just terrible, right? <laughs> but I assume that what's in parentheses means a one, meaning if there's only one, it will always fail. A one on the roll. I guess, or is it one for every number of shadow? Because we're saying for the number of shadow mastiffs under 10, add one to the roll. So that implies that you're doing better because there's less. The more mastiffs, the harder it is, you, the more you freak wait, out. Wait, 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 no, right, right, right. And so the, the fewer you're adding... The fewer you get a better You're adding roll. to your roll. Right. Right, so now, then it says, comma, I won always failing. Does that mean if there's one mastiff, that it no. always fails, or one I always fails? one, so even if you needed, because you could easily, if you're, if you're at plus nine, oh, right, if you're I at see, plus right, nine, right, right. 
and you're a high level yeah. magic user. Right, exactly. You could use a five. Even if there's only one, you could still roll a one. But does that fail. bother you? Because do they really need to say that? Because we know a one always fails. Let me ask you this. Yeah. The saving throw rule. Because a lot of people use saving throws for things that are, I would argue, are kind of, you're using them in lieu. We talked about this. You're using this in lieu yeah. of ability checks. So they're not, it's not, to me, and people may not agree with this, it's not really saving throw proper. It's you're using something that is similar. If you are using it for something similar, would you still say that a one always fails? Because yeah. a one always fails? Well, if, if, so if you're, yes. you, because I, because right now for ability checks, I do the same thing. I say a 20 always Okay, fails. so you're all right. Okay, I got to tell you, I like these guys. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, this is very powerful. I mean, the question is if there's one Mastiff and he starts baying, does everyone freak out and run away? Because if that is, that's amazing. That's awesome. And, and, and what happens if you don't? You, your position is you still panic. So you're still yeah. sort of running in a circle. Does the Shadow Mastiff get a couple of, you know, how would you play that as a DM? He gets a couple of bites at you. And even then when you are striking at it, it's for, so 40% unlikely to be seen. So that means for each roll, each attack, you right. have to roll. This, wow, and this can be very relevant for a combat coming up. Because, you know, each roll, you got to roll, and there's a 40% right. chance you're just... Yeah, he disappears. It goes back so into this, the shadow. This, that's even better than... Like the battle. Yeah, is that better than inv invisibility? What's the modifier on if you're fighting someone who's invisible? It's like minus two, well, minus four? There is... It's minus four if, and again, that's, a, again, an odd thing because in some places it says you can't attack someone unless you have some way to detect them, and then they're minus four even if they're Oh, invisible. so you have to have some, okay. So this is even, this is really, Because, yeah. I mean, you're not, unless, and the idea is you can't, like if, now if they're fighting you, they should be visible, yeah. but if they have invisibility that persists, then it would be minus so four. So the question is, and they're plus four. So the question is, is it better to be 40% unlikely? So unlikely to be seen, that doesn't mean the invisibility rule, right? I mean, would you say that the 40% means there's just no attack? It's like what you are saying before. There's an invisibility where you don't even see them at all. Like, you don't even know they're there. Right. And then there's the, well, they're invisible, but you know they're there, and it's minus four. What would you view this 40% here as? The, the former or the latter? No attack at all? Or you treat them as invisible? Well, it depends, and of course, I'm going to say something. It depends, and that's always. I, I would say, in general, they would basically fall back into the shadows, and you would not be able to get go? attacked. They Where'd basically do. <laughs> You're turning right. around. They attack and they disappear. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. However, I'm sure there's uh, things where that's not going to work. For I don't know I what the example is, but so it, then it would be an invisibility attack, and it would be minus uh, four. But so basically, you're walking, you're, you're walking, you know what we should do, James, we should take a moonlight stroll. Or, you know, you, you, you yeah. ask, you ask the... Well, the snake's going to do yeah, that. Right, you ask the, the lady friend who you are wooing to take a midnight stroll mm -hmm. down the path, right. and you're attacked by a pack of shadow mastiffs, and they're like darting in and out, disappearing, you're done. Yeah, you've got, you're, you're, uh, that's horrible. Yeah. You're 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 in, you're in I big like trouble. these guys. All right, there you go. See, that's why we do. Remind this show. me next year, when it comes time to write mm -hmm. the tournament adventure, that it needs to deal with a pack of shadow mastiffs. What's like the uh, the hounds uh, of Baskervilles. whatever? 
Yes, I know, oh. but I was trying to oh, think Oh, I'm of sorry. Yeah. The Hounds of... I know we need to We need an adventure. Next year's out. adventure has to be exclusively... And this would be a benefit if you're listening, right? Unless I change it, then it's not a benefit. And you're actually worse off because you thought it was something. Right. Populated only with monsters that are neutral, perennial. Ah, the parenthetical. That's the module. name it would be, like neutral, perennial. That's the name of the adventure. And that's all you deal with. Yeah, I, I mean, the Gnome Village is, is besieged by a shadow map. What's a minimal? Minimal. Miniature animals? Are you other guys? Yes. I, I, I can't yeah. go get with that. Okay, moving on. All right. It can only be giant or huge or humongous. Nothing's <laughs> normal. It's true. It's true. Okay. All right. So I'm the champion, correct? Or you're the, yes, you're always the challenger. Yes. Right? And the champ is what, a poisonous snake? I'm so right. upset. That's what I'm looking at. So basically, can we talk for a second about the herd animal again? Just real, to be real brief, I swear. So basically, there's nothing good about a herd. I mean, unless you're hungry, there's nothing good about coming upon a herd of animals. Right. They're basically going to probably, they're there to stampede and run over you. Okay. Yes. So when, if they're a large enough herd. So when right. I see a herd in D&D, I need to just move fast, like quiet and move fast. Got yes. It. Okay. Want- yeah. you, you, well, unless you're like, well, when we, um, when we were traversing through Greyhawk and you're hungry, you needed that. But fortunately, our DMs were merciful that the penguins did not <laughs> they did. charge They weren't us. considered herd animals. <laughs> <laughs> the charge of <laughs> <were> penguins. <laughs> yeah. and, and certain deaths yeah. from being charged. Okay. okay. Do we have a name for the champ? No. Oh, really? I forgot. All right. This. All right. How about you know, people don't run with this I stuff. got one. They, I, gotta, oh, I got one. Go I got snake eyes. Snake eyes. That's not okay. terrible, is it? No, it's not. Well, he's dead, so I'm not too. But he's dead. About it. Oh, he's gonna die. Oh, the shot. Yeah, snake. Snakes on the menu. So the first question is, which we have to adjudicate: Can shadow mastiffs be poisoned? <laughs> no way. Wait, don't you need a blood? Don't you need blood or something? Like any blood vessels? I don't know. That's the question. I'm looking at the. Uh, the chat. So I'm going to ask people in the chat: Can shadow masters be poisoned? Now, well, you this okay? Now, I don't think you're this much of a a just honing only to the text. You know, your rule is if if the text says X, the negative inference is is not Y. If you it would it, right. it, under special defenses, it only says hide in shadows. It doesn't say immunity right. to poison. Is anywhere else? I wonder if it says immunity to poison. I mean, I don't know. But right. right. Well, extra planar. Beings. Okay, so Carlos, the emulator says no. He no, as in they are not immune to poison, or no, they are immune to poison. Sorry, I was not clear in my yes. What is? Are are they immune to poison? I think I think Carlos said no. Uh, wow. I, I... And, and and so then the question, because again. I look at them as a fire elemental. Is a fire? Can a fire elemental be uh, poison? Mm, so I've got poison in my fire. fire. Yeah. Air elemental? Can they be poisoned? I, I don't know if it. You know, and this is. You know, that's why later editions they have all these statuses and they say what you can be done and what can't be done. Well, you know, okay. So you know, here's the interesting thing too, though: is there a shadow, and they can be attacked. 
in some sense, I mean, I don't know if they're corporeal or not, but you take a sword and you hit at them and you do damage, right? It's just the way we play the game. They're not a shadow like you go yeah. through it and you can't grabbing, you can't, you know. So I guess you can be, I guess you'd say then you can be poisoned. I mean, if you can be struck, which doesn't make a lot of sense with a shadow, you can be poisoned. I mean, on, on the monster shadow, it doesn't say immunity to poison. I mean, is there anything? Like, what about just, well, the shadow is more corporeal, isn't it? It's not, is a shadow a shadow? I guess it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, there's no picture. That's why I don't know what it looks like. Shadows, I mean, we could ask this of a shadow, correct? Right. Could, well, shadows from the negative material plane. They're not from the plane of shadow. Oh, God. But they're both. And, and, go no, ahead. No, no. Okay. I mean, is that going to be a relevant distinction on whether you can be poisoned? I mean, it, it probably is, which is why I'm groaning. I, I would say, is there something about, you know, prime material living creatures, are they the only ones who can be poisoned? Or do you want to make a rule? I think. But, and, and what's interesting, we're about 50-50. I mean, there's a few who said, who say, yeah, they can be poisoned, the other one can't. So welcome to first edition. Well, you know, I guess, you know, here's the interesting thing is, is, is there at a point in time at which you decide to stop talking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? It's sort of like we can have an endless debate about hit points and tons of stuff. Why elves can wear armor when they're multi-class magic, right? Magic, we could, we could have this. But at a certain point, it's just sort of, it's, it's as Gary has said, it's game balance. And I guess at a certain point, do you just default to, for game balance, what, you know, what makes sense? I mean, it seems to me for game bounces, you can be poisoned because that would be – you'd be adding an enormous defense, wouldn't you? You know why this becomes right. an issue that, that has not typically become an issue is because usually you don't have monster-on-monster monster action. And people, yes. players are typically not trying – who is going to try to poison a, as a player character? Who's, who's going to try to poison a monster? It could happen, I guess. Right? I mean, oh, that's right. Oh, they try to do it all oh, the you're time. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're right. My game, yeah, all the time. Maybe I just haven't been around the block enough. You're right. You want to poison. So the mastiff is the guard dog. And you want to put the poison right. in the kibble and bits. And right. he just, he's just down. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Or whatever this thing eats. You're right. Because, again, it's, you know, I guess if it eats, then I would say it's poison. Because, again, a fire elemental doesn't eat. It just is. I think they eat. You know you're right. I don't know. I say yes. What do you say? I'm going back and forth. But these are the kind of, well, I'm going to say yes, but that's why poison is one of those that is either ultra-powerful. Because, again, you'd have to go through, and unless it specifically says, I mean, like undead, I think, are immune to poison, generally. But wait, but wait, Uh, where do you get that from? Well, I think it says it? it. Like under well, poison. I think you have to look it up. Did you know? I did not know this. I learned this new. Apparently, did you know that in the index of the DMG, mm-hmm. that what is it? If it's not bold, I think it refers to the player's handbook. And if it's bold, it refers to the DMG. No, I, I didn't, didn't know that either. Take a look. Look. So half elves says seventeen. Let me look at the player's handbook. Let's test this. I know all these years. Well, it's really not been that long. 
only been back. Yeah. We learn something all yes, the time. It's true. If you look in the index at half else in the DMG, it'll have a number 17 and it won't be bold. And if you then look in the player's handbook, half elves are on page 17. That's why I thought there were so many errors. <laughs> it would drive me crazy for the past three years or four years. I've been like looking for these pages. I'm like, it's not there in the DMG. It's in the player's handbook. Ah, yes. Look. And it's also wonderful. It says see also Monster Manual, which is and, and you know what's great? Incredible. If you go to page 231, it tells you this. Index. Yes, it does. This is a but combined you have, you have index attention. for both the DMG and the AD&D Player's Handbook. Included to provide a handy reference to those areas most often solved by the AD&D DM and player. It is not designed to be a totally exclusive list. In DMG, page numbers are always listed first and in boldface. Page numbers for listed Player's Handbook are in regular type. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I'm listening intently. So poison, I was looking up poison. It was driving me crazy. All of the poisons are basically listed in the in the player's handbook almost. Well, a lot of the entries are. 1932. But I don't think – I think we're wasting yeah. our time. I mean that's what we do anyway. Well, but we're not going to find an answer, it, are we? Well, but these are the kind of things that DMs have to do on the spur of the moment. You, you charm the Mastiff or the, 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 the guy has uh, poison. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, again, these are the kind of things I would probably rule for it because then the snake has no chance. So that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to move forward. We're going to do wait. But you, what's the, we're going to say that poison affects. I them. agree with that because it doesn't say, doesn't say it doesn't. That would have been under special, should have been under special defenses. But then you're going to have to watch out for, I mean, I don't think it affects a fire elemental. Uh, you can't poison a fire elemental. I don't know. And 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 they need to be hit by plus two you, magic you weapons. You so that would be my that would be my that would be my defense you don't, that one. That's a little. You don't know what poison does when it's cast into fire. It goes all you know. All right. Okay, okay. I'm not going to argue with you. I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't want to argue with you, James. <laughs> We're ruining the moon, moonlight stroll. We're bickering. That's, that's why right. the shadow masters are coming. That's why the sh That's why they're coming. We were loud and. <laughs> God, like we can't sleep. Our yelps are waking up. Shut, the, shut right, those guys so you're up. The, uh, okay, so so you're the thing. So, so you are the snake. Has yep. just finished eating Grandpa. Is heading. Yes. Uh, the, no, the demonic caribou. Oh, I'm sorry. Had, well, Grandpa was the demonic caribou. Grandpa, remember? Oh, that's right. You're exactly right. No, you're exactly so right. So you were heading. You're slithering okay. back to your hole in the in the wilderness, plains, scrubs. Right. So you're from a scrub. You're heading back to your hole, heading down the path, heading through the woods. It's a moonlit night. You're feeling yeah. good. Belly's full. Moonlit yeah. night, beautiful. But in the I'm abyss, looking for a snack. Beautiful night in the abyss. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and a shadow mastiff. So uh, we're rolling for surprise. Is that right? No, we are rolling for, rolling surprise. for surprise. Four, five. All right, no one's surprised. Now we got to figure out distance. Ooh, we are far away from each okay. other. Okay. A hundred, a hundred yards away. Okay. Somehow in the shadow of the night, in the demonic thing, you, uh, we You're see. You're like, each other. what's that? Shadow darting in and out. What? 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 You get nervous, dude. All Snake right, guys. All right. So now, now it's initiative. Oh, declare. 
I am declaring. I am moving forward to Parlay. use my interplanar death venom. Okay. Uh, it kills all. It is, unless people, every creature through the known multiverse must fear my poison fangs. Good luck. You're never going to see me. I am attacking. Okay, so, well, no, we're closing distance. That's what we're doing. This oh, round. Sorry. Next, next round. Next round. We're gonna, <laughs> then I'm attacking. We're going to take this minute to move 100, and, 100 yards together carefully, okay. like a dance of death. Okay. Three. Two. I will uh, move towards you, but not so close where you can attack me. You'll, I will move 11 feet away from you. Oh, wait. Me. Do we need to know the weather? Because I only get forty no. percent unlikely, right? If it is uh, when the plane of shadow oh, yes. or moonlight, okay. etc. Yes, I, okay. I mean, do you have yep. daytime yep. in on. the uh, in in the abyss? Do you have just like a beautiful morning, blue sky? Why not? So, how do you figure that out? You seem to be consulting something. I am consulting something. I'm consulting okay. under shades, which is on page one hundred eight. The various. What book are you in? The, the same book, Monster Manual 2. Okay. Because when, when, when Carlos, uh, the emulator, was mentioning that the plane of shadow was going to be something that Gary came out, he mentioned the shade and the shadow. I remembered that the shade uh, had, depending on the, their powers change and their abilities based on the type of light. Wait, so you're applying the shade rules? You're the shadow yes. master. I'm, I'm applying. I'm applying the type of light that's available. Oh, you're just going to use this as a random chart. Got yes, it. page one hundred eight. Okay. I like that. And of course, there's seven of them. Why would they do that? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Six or eight, right? Or I guess I'm going to have to get one of those D six, D sevens. Okay, so roll a D eight. We'll ignore yeah, eight. That's a pointy one. D eight, you said. Yes. Oh, I almost grabbed the D ten. Four. Four shadowy light. Yes. Perfect. 40% is great. Okay. All right. Okay, so there right. you go. But you won initiative, right. didn't you? Yes, and I moved up to 11. I'm so I'm such an intelligent snake that I I moved up 11 feet away from you. Oh, uh, we're not there yet? No. Okay, well then I'm... I had to slither towards you. That... So now you have to move to close. You can't... Unless you're going to charge me. No, no. Um, oh, well, why wouldn't I charge you? Heck yeah, I'm charging you. I, I, yeah, I'm you charging should. you. I get plus two, right? What? That's right. Well, now it's weapon length. So we. So if you're going to charge me, then I get to attack as well. Then. So, but you go first. I'll say your teeth is better than my fangs. <laughs> yeah, because now we're doing weapon length between non, not weapons, <laughs> right? That's right. How do you? No, never mind. Okay. Now, technically, you didn't declare a charge. That's and true. I didn't know. I didn't declare a charge. <laughs> no, you're right. I didn't declare a charge. I can't go back. No, That's I didn't. Right. Okay. So now I'm closing. Yeah, because that changes That's initiative. Right. That initiative you're, is based on right. weapon. I did length, not declare so. a charge. That's so right. no, you can't. All right. So rolling initiative. So you again? just you moved. That's right. Now we are we are within melee range. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to attack? This is like um, this is like recording each other. <laughs> In the moonlight. <laughs> Are we going to end up kissing? There's <laughs> a love story. Exactly. It's not combat. Two. Three. All right. Oh, Four. okay. This could be the end of the Shadow Mastiff. What's your armor class, Shadow Mastiff? AC6. Ooh. 
The Shadow Mask Chief will have a I much hit. better name though than this snake. He needs to win so he can name him. Okay. I can probably you find so. a small plush black mastiff, don't you think? Mastiff? Boy. I, I would think that would be pretty easy. Let's see, you're up four plus two, AC six. Ooh, I hit. What did you Yay. roll? Yay. All right. I rolled a nine. Did you hit with a nine? Mm-hmm. I'm a poisonous snake, baby. Four plus two oh, hit boy, dice. Oh, boy, not good. So you get to roll your saving throw. Oh, uh, you take two points of damage. Okay, two points of damage. Uh-oh. I am four hit dice. It's not good. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. versus uh, poison, obviously. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the poison. A 15. You stay. Yes. All right. Now you get your attack. Yep, yep. Wait. Oh, man. I should have done bay. <laughs> you should have. It's too late now. <laughs> well, now I think of it because I've been bitten. Is there like an involuntary bay that I get that I didn't have to declare? Like, I don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very scary. I don't think that's. That would, uh, it's not very that scary. That would cause panic, would it? No. Okay. I'm attacking. Yep. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. a yelp. 12. 12, that's a hit. Nice. So I don't know what damage you do. I only do 2 to 8. How many hit dice do you have? Better than 1 to 3. Uh, well, we could be, Jason will be on by the time we get done. I have uh, 4 plus 2 hit dice. Oh, gosh. Going to go forever. 3 eight. and a 2. 5 points. 5 points, that's good. Yeah, we better move this thing along. All right, so now it's initial. Oh, now you need to make. Now let's. Now we got to figure out. Oh wait, yeah. Uh, how'd you see me? Do, do you disappear? Wait. No, no. I attack first. You didn't get a chance. Oh, to do that's where. Oh, because it, it can strike and then blend. So I see. I don't that's get right. the pre-blend. But now, but now you get okay. to roll your percentages. Because if you can't, if you do it, then I would not see you for if I go first. Okay, so you want to roll? You would roll that at the beginning of the round. Is that what you're saying? No, I'd roll it I mean, now because right. you well, attack. I mean, now, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, okay. So once I attack, then then that'll apply to the next. I gotcha. So you want me to roll that, and okay. So forty right. or under, I'm unseen. Here we go. That's right. Sixty-two. I'm okay. seen. I don't know that I'm seen. That was a problem. I'm like, hi. Well, you don't know it well. I'm and but you may attack next I'll round, know. and you may I'll get know it. it soon. Okay. And initiative. That's right. So now it's initiative. I'm gonna. T I'm attacking. I'm attacking. I, I sense, I tasted shadow meat, and it's mm, tasty. Yummy. Except I rolled the one. All right, you okay, got let's it. Let's do it. All right, death by a thousand bites. Mm -hmm. Oh, and an eight. That doesn't Should. seem good. No, uh, you, I needed a nine, so you missed. Okay. Here's here's the snake's attack. Nine again. <laughs> Take another two points. Oh, this is not. I'm gonna. I'm, this is not good. Time to burn. Gotta make another save. There we go. 18. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you believe me? I do it's believe true. you. Okay. This is not divine intervention. <laughs> that's the only role that is, that's questionable. I got you. All right, so now it's initiative. The fourth round. I'm attacking. Compelling stuff. Yes. Four for initiative. God. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite you to death. I'm like cowering. Oh, I, I missed. Oh, okay. The snake missed. 17. That's a hit. Okay. Two you can't kill and him. And a three. Can do three points damage. of damage. All right. Okay. <laughs> now roll your percentages. Are we losing people? Okay. Oh, it was cockeyed. Oh, 42. Uh, that doesn't count. Oh, okay. yeah, we lost. Everyone's gone. Okay. Only only, only the uh, the Chamberlain 
who is very, he loves this stuff. All right, initiative. Okay. One. Six. All right, you got it, Rook. You're attacked. Okay. Three. That's a miss. Three. That's a miss. All I'm right. rooting for you to poison me and kill me. Four, four hours later. <laughs> Can I just run away? Okay. So what do we do? Oh, so they're asking, is it unaware attack? Well, if if he gets in the shadow, I would do that. Yeah, but uh, he hasn't got the... They're sorry to take a break. What's the question? They want to know if he gets a bonus from attacking. If he was in the shadows, then yeah, but you haven't been in the shadows yet. Wait, you'd give me a bonus from attack? What do you mean, a bonus? Yeah. Really? He, he, you have advocates out there to say if you're in the shadows, let's say you, mad, you yeah. are able to attack and go in the shadows and then come out again... You should get a plus to hit because you're unseen. It should be like a surprise. Oh, no. Surprise assassination. <laughs> yeah, the assassination five table. For, five for initiative. Um, three. All right. Oh, 15. I hit. Oh. For three points of damage. Okay. Is this so it? This is, I, I've, I've saved two times in a row. I, my luck has got to be running out. A 17. Oh, you can't, can't be stopped, right? Make your attack. Okay. Eight. So, That's so I make my saves. I'm pulling the savings of poison to live, but I can't hit just to extend this segment. That's okay. right. Rose round seven. Okay. Now I'm arguing. It says strike. You have to hit to disappear. Now you could argue. You could, you could be a really nice DM and say after every attack you could disappear. But I'm not yeah. doing that. If you don't hit, you don't get the attack. Yeah, because because attack. why would I have to strike? Right. In order for that to happen. Well, that's, that's the question. I'm saying no. Honestly, before you said that, I would have applied it every time. That every attack you okay. make, you have to roll. And there's a 40% chance you're like, where is he? Where is he? Can't see. Okay. No, but I don't know. That's Two. fine. All right. Two. I'm trying, I'm trying to give you less advantages. Oh, you got it. Roll the hit. Eight. I mean, you, I, I, can't help, I know. can't help bad rolling. I know. Seven. Oh, Compelling right. podcasting. That's right. Six. I'll Three. be editing all this out. <laughs> yeah. well, it just moves immediately along. Hey, 15. All right. For three more points. How many hit points do you have? You've, I've done 10 points to you. Well, now. I have four hit dice. You want me to roll those? Well, let's just see. Yeah, maybe you'll roll. Okay. Maybe you'll roll hard. Maybe I'm dead. You're right. I may have been dead like five minutes ago. Now yeah. I rolled a six. Well, no. a one. That's seven. A two. Nine. Nine. A, tw a three. I only have 12 hit points. Yeah, you got two hit points. Oh, left. my gosh. So this is going to end. Okay, now make your saving throw. 14? Uh, that's a save. <laughs> oh, this... Okay, you get your attack. I feel bad for this guy. He made all these saves. He deserves to live. Yeah. I want him to win. Well, then I'm he... getting invested. Come on. A one. Do I bite myself? It's a fumble. Matt, you bite yourself. <laughs> no. Nope. Fortunately, we're not doing fumbles. All right, so now it's initiative. Okay. Hopefully the final initiative. Am I initiative. chasing my tail? One. You want to make morale? Morale. <laughs> Four. Come on. Okay. I have no chance, do I? How many hit points? No, you do. Well, how many hit points do you have? You, you, can, you ha could kill him with this one. Seriously? You have to roll really well. Yes. Come I'm on. Not, I'm 20. Not. Yeah, he's just as good as a one. You I hit. know. All right, roll two, two, four. But even like the players, when there's no critical hits, I still get excited at the 20 for some strange reason. It is. Okay. Okay. Come on. How many hit points do you have? Do you know? No, I'm not telling. I know. If I wrote it, I have I it I told down. you. Okay. Come on. I'm Three. the DM. 
That's good. No, you're not telling me because you're cheating. Because you want this segment no. to end. You have he has seven hit points. Three. You need to roll three a four. four. So he has three hit points left. Wow, this is coming down to the wire. Yeah, you have two and he has three. Wow, it's like round fifteen here. Oh, initiative uh, round nine. No, I, I you won initiative that round. Right. Oh my gosh, so you're attacking I, me. Yes. No, I'm gonna <laughs> stop. Oh, I rolled a one. Or like yes. Oh. Round 10. Oh, I like this guy. This is, He's such a sweetie. Dun, 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 dun. The, the yes. woman's come out. The girl with the... Dun, yep. dun. The 10 round. This is the final round. Dun, 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 dun. Dressed like what? In Rocky, what Do was it, she Rocky. dressed like? That's his name. Do you remember? I think with the bathing suit. Yes, oh, I think who? it was. But was he like a Statue of Liberty in a bathing suit? Yes, I that's right. So. Some kind of 4th of July Oh, this thing. is a big yeah, roll yeah. right here, isn't it? Exactly. Here we go. Three. Yes. This is very exciting. All right. Make the attack. Come on. Come on. 13? 13's the uh, hit. Oh. How many hit points? Is it over? Th three hit oh points. Gosh. Okay, here we go. Two. It's over. It's Wait, over. Don't about divine intervention, but five. Wow. Yes. That was very exciting. He made how many yeah, saves? Ten, Did he make three or four? Three or four. Wow. Yeah. Uh, four. You made four, four saves. saves. Now I'm. All right, now divine I'm intervention. Baby. All right. Yes. 49. Yeah, what would, what would have came? No. Oh, yeah, what would be the snake god? There's, there's got to be a thousand yeah. snake gods. Yeah, there's got to be a thousand snake gods. I'll let, um, I'm sure Carlos is screaming right now. What do you mean you don't know the snake god? Right. Snake god. So we have a, a new... Isn't it uh, Set? Uh, was it Set? Right, set have a jackal. From, uh, yeah, Set's a jackal. It didn't happen. We don't have to worry about it. That's right. Well, but... Uh, it is what it is. So we have a new... The, the king is dead. The long live... Yeah. The, long live the king. The one that you discounted. You know, it is this kind of the... The bargain basement... Uh, what do you call it? The, when you go to the puppy mill and you get the cheap... Yeah. You get the cheap discount dog. You're like, yeah, he's not so great. But now you like him. No, I like him. And, you know, because I can see uh, an evil wizard going to the market with his shadow mastiff following along. Level pet. No, that's exciting. So we need people need to start thinking about names. Because you got to name a you got to name right. a dog, right? Right. I like Rocky. Like Rocky. He's Rocky. I like Rocky. Because he, yeah. he he fought it. He, he battled. Was, yeah. Yeah. Or then or should and no, you have twelve wait, or should it be Buttkiss? Remember that was Rocky's okay. dog. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't know that 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 level of war. <laughs> I'm I didn't pretty know. sure it was Buttkiss. All right, he's got twelve hit points. Not too many hit points. It's pretty low. He may not. He may not be the champ for long, but he is the champ. He's now. like a journeyman. Okay. It's like Rocky was a journeyman. He's a journey dog. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Where's his Adrian? Yeah, he needs his Adrian. There is. You know what? And there isn't going to be a rematch because we don't do the same monster twice. And can be no rematch. Right. Snake eyes. Okay. Charks, the dark horse. Uh, oh, Ranit would be the deity uh, uh, if you're in Greyhawk for snakes. Thank you. This is why Carlos is awesome. He is. He, he, he's why, like the cool. I, I, that's, that's why. That's why I always cringe when we say we we like Greyhawk. It's like, I don't know. It's. Yeah. It's like I don't have a sister, but when your sister liked Metallica, yeah. you know that'd be like, yeah. yeah, it's the same kind of thing. It's like you have no idea what you're talking right. about. You listen to whatever one song, and right? You're just you're, right, right. 
right. You know the song on the radio. That's it. I love them. <laughs> I love ACDC. Yeah. Exactly. Was that one song? Black something? Something about back somewhere? <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> There's a highway going somewhere. Interstate. Right. Uh, interstate to he- didn't they, they did Stairway to Heaven, didn't they, ACDC? That's exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, sir. Was Highway to Hell We're meant to be on... like an opposite of Stairway to Heaven? I never thought about that. Well, there was a book, wasn't there? A book, Highway to Heaven, Stairway to Heaven, Highway to Hell, about all the rock stars. I didn't know. I didn't, didn't realize that. Yes. Okay. Spell selection. Am I rolling percentile type of spell? Yes. yes. An 11, sir. 11. Uh, that's magic user. We'll now roll to see if it is the subclass illusionist. Probably not. 23. Yep. You're, it is a MU okay. spell. And we have, are there nine levels of magic user spells? There so are. Would you like to roll that? Yeah, because people, uh, people yeah, like sure. to roll dice. No players do. Four. Okay, fourth level. I like this. It's a moderate level spell. Do you know how many there are? The, uh, I do, because I okay. looked. It's 24. Yep. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change this up. I'm going to do a D8 and a D6 <gasps> to figure this out. Oh, my gosh. That changes a D8 and a D6 instead of a, uh, a 12. D12 and a D6. You're, you're, you are smushing. The curve is it's, it's more clumpy in the middle, I think, now as a result of it. Hmm. No? I think you didn't know. It, no, because I'm not, I'm not adding them together. I'm one oh, to eight. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You, nine to six. You are right, sir. You are correct. If I was adding, then yeah. yes, that would that would do. You're that. not adding. Yeah. That would make any sense. You never get a no one. Adding. That's right. No adding. So I got four and four. So that would be twelve. Oh, we just missed a spell called fumble. That sounds great. I never heard of that. Yeah, you'd like. Fumble. Okay, this actually sounds not bad. Though it sounds like this should be a magic. Hallucinatory terrain. Huh? Hallucinatory terrain is Have what we Have we done got. that before? We've man, I feel we've like done one is. with. Remember, we did the. Um, a forest. Mass Didn't morph. we do a forest? I remember mass orcs morph is the forest. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, that's mass morph. Oh, so we have, have we done, maybe we haven't done hallucinant. No, I don't think we have. Which was, oh, okay. Which was the one where? We did mass morph, which is two down from here. Oh. And ice storm. Okay, on to hallucinant. Is this the one where you see the trees, then the people stand? Well, I don't know. Let me get there. No, that's mass that morph. That is mass morph. Okay, so obviously... Something we need to discuss in this segment is the difference between hallucin, hallucin, hallucinary. hallucinary. Page seventy-seven. Hallucinatory. 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 Hallucinatory terrain. Okay. Page seventy-seven on the player's handbook for those players. I'll give you a moment to get your books out. Are you there? Okay. By means of this spell, the magic user causes an illusion. See, right now I'm set. You know why I'm upset, don't you? You're upset? Yes. Because it's not an illusion. Is it spell. not at all? And why does a magic user get it? Because it's... No, it, it, it may be. I don't remember. I gotta, yes, it is. It's third level. You should be happy. It's a third I level happy. illusion Good. spell. Which hides the actual terrain within the area of the spell's effect. Thus, open fields or a road can be made to look as if a swamp or hill or crevice or some other difficult or impassable terrain existed there. You know who I need here? This is right now. You know who I'm thinking of of all our patrons? The, the Chamberlain from Australia. Oh, yeah, David Thompson. Because he on. has great ideas about how He knows how to use spells effectively, like these unusual. Like, isn't he the one that famously, 
He had us when he pushed. Right. And Mandy, right. was he the one way back when? Mending. Mending of the monkey. That's him, isn't it? Right. We exactly. just thought that was like, you know, a, a, a fluke. <laughs> but now it's like, yeah, obviously he would know that. Okay. Right. He, uh, well, Mending still is, is, I had no views for it or push, and he provided some extremely limited, for, but still creative. More than zero. And, right. right. I, I, if, if I was fighting a, a high level fighter, as a magic user, and I had a scroll of push, I would not have normally just killed myself immediately. I at least now would try because of what the Chamberlain told me, that he at least you know, could get a minus to hit for that, which is pretty amazing. I'd live another round. Well, if, you get a, if you're successful with a push spell on a magic user casting a spell, that would spoil the spell, wouldn't it? I, I believe so. But the, the part that was interesting is there's minus one per level uh, to hit against someone who gets affected by it or some version of that. That's what he. Oh, so up, you mean? You, well, oh, so if you're fighting and you push somebody, they're. <laughs> yeah, that that was the thing. Because again, no, go, no one ever listened to that episode, perhaps rather than. <laughs> yeah, no one ever read push because it seems stupid. But the part that he were, uh, put is is, you get losing your balance. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, a push spell employs against an object held by a creature, because you do it on the creature. Subtract the force of the spell from the chance to hit or add to opponent's saving throw as applicable if the, if the creature fails to make its saving throw against magic. Okay. So you could put push on the yeah. sword, and what? if it's a 12th level scroll, it's like minus 12. Why are I mean, you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself kind of thing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So that that's why we love the chamber. Yes, we do indeed. It's also, a pond can be made to appear as a grassy meadow. Oh, yeah. Now I'm seeing it. The pond is a grassy meadow. That's <laughs> getting good now, right? See, this is why I love mm -hmm. illusions uh, and phantasms. A precipice look as if it were a gentle slope. Oh, this is gold. Thank you, Gary. Or a rock-strewn gully made to look as if it were a wide and smooth road. Wow. So this takes care of, like, the army, or at least the, the, the advanced part of the army that's marching. The hallucinatory terrain persists until a dispel magic spell is cast upon the area. Wow. Or until it is contracted by... Oh, I'm sorry, Oh, contacted. Or until it is contacted by an intelligent creature. Each level of experience of the magic user enables him or her to affect a larger area. At 10th level, a magic user can affect an area up to 10 feet by 10 feet square. Now, as you've told me many times before, the inches, you don't do the yards because that's area of effect does not modify there, right? That's okay. right. Correct. Only range. So this would be, okay, so this would be, so it's 10 feet. So magic user can do, what, 10 feet by 10 feet square? 100 by 100, 100, 100 by 100 foot square. Oh, wow. Okay, that's very nice. I'm always, I'm never very good with those. That's why I didn't become an engineer and for many other reasons. Well, at 12th level, the spellcaster affects, right, 12 inches by 12 inches square area. The material components of the spell are a stone, a twig, and a bit of green plant. I love how then, well, that's good. And I love how then Gary says leaf or glass, grass blade. He like explains. So, okay, that's. So there's already been some – this has already been Thompsonized a bit, would you agree, in the description because it tells us some awesome things to do. So this is basically 
this again is this is not sort of well, it could be. I, it's not really in your dun- a dungeon spell, right? It's it's obviously right. it's terrain, so it's outdoor spell. Typically, but so this is great. So the person's walking. I mean, you could do the underdark if there was maybe a, you know, molten, you know, big cavern. Yeah, you could change the terrain. Oh, to do so that. the magic user, who of course is you know hidden in his lair, and he's got the shadow master. Shadow master already, right. and then he's got you know he's got like what the 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 pool or, or the drop. I mean, so you could just cover up the, the drop down into the pit, obviously. Right. I mean, so, right. I mean, wait, but it's terrain. Right. I would, I would have a, like, I would like a gorge, right? If there was a gorge and you could cover it and make it look like it's that, that to be super. Impressive. I agree with that. And that's my question is that does it have to be, it, it has to be terrain. It's not just an illusion spell. So if I've got, if, if I can't dig a pit. So I'm the magic user, right. and I'm hit, hit, hiding out in my dungeon lair. I can't just have a fuses on a pit, unless it's natural, yeah. right? I mean, it's got to be terrain, doesn't it? I I would argue that. Yeah. And the, the DMG is silent on this this uh, spell, so apparently it was not abused. Yeah, <laughs> but so the gorge you do right. The gorge you do that you do. You've got to you hide it. You've got to, it, it's got to be terrain on terrain. So in other words, I can't, it's not an illusion where I can create a bridge. I don't think it's so. It's got to be right. It's got to be like a. Which is why it kind of sucks. Yeah. That's true. Because the problem is it's not the spell itself. It's in comparison to the spell, which is one level less, which is Phantasmal Force, which is about the same area of effect. Actually, it's a, a little more area effect, it looks like. Um, the range is the same. The casting time is only three segments, whereas hallucinatory terrain is one turn. Yeah. And depending um, de- depending on what you how you uh, read it, the big difference is the concentration. That's the the magic user has to concentrate on one versus the other one. They can set it and forget it. But yeah, the set and forget the, the phantasmal force. You could do all the things you're talking about because it's much more open. So, oh yeah. So, right. The question is, why is this better? Right. This, this set and forget is nice. That it lasts That's until the, big the spell. Part. Right. So this is more of a per. I'm going to dispelled or touched by an intelligent creature. Now, what define intelligent? Yeah. But so this is basically I'm. And what level do you have to be to cast a fourth level? Seven. That's not bad. So I'm a seventh level magic user. Right. So I want to have some protection. Okay. All right. This is interesting. So this really, this really seems to be something that you are more likely to encounter, it seems to me, as a player character than you are to cast. Is that fair to say? Right. Somebody else has used it. The evil wizard has used it. And, and the DM laughs and laughs and laughs as your character falls into the gorge, suffering you know, untold numbers of die six and damage. Okay. Well, the bigger question is, because there's discussions back and forth, would I ever carry this? Hallucinatory terrain versus um, spectral force. Now, uh, spectral force, as an illusionist, is a third-level spell, too. I would carry spectral force because it has an audible component. Yeah. So why would you use hallucinatory terrain? And the area effects the same. The, the big difference is dispelled when uh, you know only dispelled when touched. 
So spectral force is like an improved, improved phantasmal force. Is that right? Correct. Right. So there you could have the, you could have the, if you were covering the lava, you could keep it cool and the sound of a running river. And you're like, oh, it's a beautiful river. And then you walk in and, and you die a horrible death because you fall in the lava. But I don't get to, but that's, the magic user doesn't get to use that unless, right? I mean, that's just an illusion as well. That's, that's right. Well, I'm just talking about, we're talking about hallucinatory terrain, which is a third level illusionist spell. So oh, I'm not a we're over, I'm not Right, a fan. right, right. We're over on. Okay, but it's a, and, and what is spectral force? Third level or fourth? Third, oh. third level yeah, you're illusionist right. spell. So it's like a poor man's? Does it have a bigger area of effect? Nope. Oh, my. One's four foot square by one per level. One's four by four square, one per level. Which, to me, hallucinatory terrain should be a lot yeah. bigger. I mean, that's, it should yeah. be a lot bigger. And, uh, and, and then with the, dis, you know, not dispelled when touched, I like that. Unless, or dispelled. Because otherwise it's clearly photoshopped. It's like, looks odd. It's out of place. It's just a small patch of something. Yeah, you, you, you're right. So, okay, that's interesting. Well, all right, but I, I think it's a mildly interesting spell. I, I sort of like it. I mean, I, I, it's not the kind of one I would pick when I'm heading on the typical adventure, but uh, okay. Uh, Carlos had to leave, so I've got to remind me to say hi because he he's, says he know, not, I, he's friends with Jason, so we definitely want to say hi for him. Ah, got it. Okay, uh, anything more to talk about with hallucinatory terrain? Or are we on to our wizard in the heart? No, I think we're ready. Okay. I think we're ready. Um, but th- th- anyway, it's an interesting, like I said, all those are very, maybe I'm not as uh, creative as others, but I'll take an ice storm. Okay. Or, ch- or charm monster. Those are the two for me. Well, again, I think the, the lesson here for me is that this can be used if you're writing an adventure, I think. Yeah. You, you know, you, you drop it in there and, and laugh and laugh and laugh. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. So time. Let's do have an F, have a played in a wizard. So we're doing this again. Have you ever played a wizard in the heart of a hobgoblin lair where you get to decide what you're going to do? As you may recall... Uh, you are Elron Baroon. The Elron Baroon. That's Elron right. Baroon. Let's see if I have that still. Yeah, you are a chaotic evil uh, magic user. If I recall correctly, you're chaotic evil. Yep. Chaotic evil magic user. I'm down to six hit points. Do you remember how many hit points you have? Uh, Twelve, because I lost one. Okay. Uh, and we are seeking what our ring was stolen, and we believe the hobgoblins have it. And I believe we uh, first we disposed of the will of the wisp. Yeah. Correct. Which was, as you found out, was super deadly. Was super deadly, and then we just murdered two elves. Yes, we stole. We stone cold murdered. Yes. Okay. Are you ready? I'm sort of ready. I'm looking for. Uh, go oh, ahead. Were you going to put up Elrond Baroon for? I was trying to find Elrond Baroon. Oh. I had him. What what happened to him? Well, you did. Yeah. So, and when I'll mention is so, as people may recall. This wasn't senseless murder. It wasn't a hatred of Alice. It was to get a map. So right. uh, couldn't just ask for it. No, no, we 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 stone cold murder. Right. You could just ask for directions. We heard a voice. Right. Hey, where is this place? Right. Hey, you guys go in there, and you know they probably would have joined together. Like, oh, you guys go in there too. Let's go. No, 
But, you know, that's very typical of most players, yeah. right? I'm not going to ask these guys Agreed. for how I'm going to kill them and take their map. Uh, it's this way. No, it's not. Look at the map. Lenden and then uh, Lenden uh, was killed. And remember, it says right here on the map that if we can get in through the graveyard, we'll be able to surprise the hobgoblins. So right. my guess is the map is going to take us in through the graveyard, which makes me believe this is Kelly's way of making us fight undead, but I could be wrong. I think I think you're spot on. Okay. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to get El, the guy up. Elrond's so in the El, El, he's in the shadows. Yeah. El, Elrond. Elrond. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Ah. You know, I wonder what that map says, James. Ah. Uh, what does that map say? Ah, uh, yes. It's a find the tomb of Borg, the magnificent. Vain little creep. Yeah, so apparently this map, this is this is new. Borg the Magnificent. I don't remember anything about Borg the Magnificent. Okay. And trace the insignia on his tombstone. So, fi oh, find the tomb. Oh, okay, I'm slow, which is strange because Elron has an intelligence of 18. Uh, yes, find the tomb of Borg the Magnificent and trace the insignia on his tombstone. Seems easy enough. Without much difficulty, you find the graveyard, and through a bit of searching, find Borg's tombstone. As you trace the insignia, a depression starts appearing right where his bones should lie. A few moments later, the soil falls in to reveal a staircase leading into the depths of the hobgoblin's lair. As you proceed down the stairs, you hear a sliding noise coming from behind you. Only a panel sealing up the staircase once more, at the bottom of the stairs is an open door revealing a room about 30 by 30 feet with an open door on the opposite wall. As you enter the room, you hear that sliding sound again. Better make sure you go back to look up the staircase and you see two ghouls trying to sneak uh -oh. down the staircase after you. So, all right. So, two ghouls coming down the staircase. There are nine choices. Here they are. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, great. I'm ready. So there's two ghouls, two ghouls at the top of the stairs? Yes, they're trying to sneak down the staircase after you. So, yes, they obviously ah, came gotcha. out from some secret passage or something like that, or I don't know. They came in after us and then shut the door. really doesn't matter. You got two ghouls coming. C1, throw caution to the wind, open the far okay. door, and close it behind you, then cast hold portal spell on it. Not okay. like that one. Two, cast magic missiles at them. If that fails to kill them, attack with dagger. Now, hopefully people are keeping track of if they've used their magic missile, because that's the whole point of this. You can't. You don't have unlimited magic missile. Oh, that's missile. right. I think I crossed my spell. I used a lightning. Okay. Yeah, so. Three. Yeah, this is not a candy store here. You don't get everything you want. Three, use protection from evil scroll on self, then attack with dagger. Or cast sleep spell on the ghoul, then run away through the door. That's what I'm doing. I knew you would. Now you may like five as well. Five, cast sleep spell on them, and then attack with dagger. Five probably better for you, don't you think? Yeah. What's well, sleep and Four run? Four with sleep yeah, and run. Attack. Five with sleep and attack. Yeah, sleep attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attack. <laughs> right. Uh, six, cast lightning bolt spell on them, on one of them, then attack the other with your dagger. 
Seven, cast continual light spell on the first ghoul, then attack with dagger. Eight, cast polymorph spell and turn into an elf, then attack with dagger. Nine, attack immediately with your dagger. So one is old portal, two magic missiles, three protection from evil on attack, four is sleep and flee, five is sleep and attack, six is a lightning bolt on one, then attack, seven is continual light on first, then attack, eight, polymorph self into an elf, then attack with dagger. You really shouldn't. Didn't you pass polymorph elf and then like parlay? Obviously those elves were coming to talk with them. I would cast elf yes. and parlay. Yes, no. And right. nine is immediately attack with your dagger. Okay. We have our choices. So do uh, you want me to go first? Sure. I'm going with number eight. Oh, I thought for sure you're going nine. Oh, no, I you're know. right. Eight I'm, is pretty I'm, good, I'm, too. I'm, <laughs> the elf. But sans the poly. No, five is, five is awesome. I mean, if I was playing the Dan rule, I'd play right. five. Five, I'd sleep them and then bind them and talk to them. That's what I would do if I was there. Yeah, but, but you're going to go with the elf. Okay. I'm doing, yeah. if I'm, I'm going to play the James rule, I'm going I'm to do one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flee mm-hmm. and do hold portal. I like it. I know you did, because that's what you would do if it was you. I would. I don't want to fight them. No, because they, no, ghouls. They're paralysis. But I have, I have an ulterior motive for why I'm doing eight. Oh, okay. Do you want to say it now? And, no, I'm going to wait to see if I survive eight. Because if I don't survive, it may be moot. Or maybe Kelly put this in, and then I'm going to feel really smart. We'll, see. we'll see. Well, I know that you know, I don't want to have to deal with the, the paralysis and trying to figure out how long it is. Right. We'll see what Kelly That's says. Right. So, uh, so Bucky's going with one. Uh, you got a lot of uh, David's going with one. Brian's going with the Captain General's going with one. A lot of ones. Okay. I'm the only eight at this point. All right, so if you have a choice, uh, if you want to choose which one you're doing and, and state it officially, now's the time. You have five seconds. If not, you just are going to be torn to shreds. <laughs> you, you, delay, delay action. action. Worst, worst thing you exactly. can do per Gary. And you'll be paralyzed, and they're just going to eat you. Okay, uh, that's right. it. People have said what they're going to say, so go ahead. Start with one. Number one. Everyone pick one except me. Number one. Perfect choice, no damage. There Perfect. you go. I feel like See? when I, you get a, like the, the teacher, write something nice on your exam. Exactly. All right. Patch on the did head. It, Good job. Did it, what was number two? Remember? Miss, magic did missile. Did two? Nope. It, Everyone did one probably, or eight. Okay. It destroys. It, it works. It would have worked and destroyed both of them. Oh, well, that would have been easy. I would have done yeah. that. But I don't know if I have it anymore. But well, go ahead. Okay, That's what's good. three? Protection from evil and then attack. Wow. It worked and you destroyed them both. Yeah, that's good too. Because what is protection You're from evil? Protection from evil. Is that usually just a minus to hit though? Or no, they can't. Is that like the bump? It's, Wait, what is that? Well, they're not summoned creatures. So I don't think like, yeah. like demons and devils, they can't attack you unless you attack them. But they could attack you. It's just minus two. Yeah, that's two. it, right? So that's interesting. They can't... No, it's minus two. I know, but he says it works. I mean... Didn't you attack him with a dagger? A, a, a magic user yeah. with a dagger going up against, even with a protection from evil, going up against two ghouls is not good. Or don't yeah. you agree? Well, he has a ring of invisibility and all this other stuff. I, yeah, I, I, would, I would think it would be a train. Okay, for sure. Because they get three attacks. <laughs> oh, that's sorry, the clock long bite. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, yeah, I disagree with that. Okay, but whatever. See, don't argue the DM. 
I don't want to be that guy. C4, what was four? Sleep and run. Yeah, it doesn't work. Take three hit points of damage before at least you get away. And luckily for you, you weren't paralyzed by its touch. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. Five. That was this. That was even worse, right? Sleep oh, and this, attack. This is, this is a train wreck. Spell doesn't work on them. You destroy the first one, but the other one touches you, and you become paralyzed and soon killed. <laughs> Yay! All right, no one picks okay. C5. Six. You're right, and you and you picked. You were right that that's the one. If I was thinking, yeah. like, not thinking like Dan, because that's that's condescending. What was the worst thing I could do? That would have been five. <laughs> so we were on the same. Page. That's right. So what was six? Six was lightning bolt, then dagger. Oh, I should. That's probably going to work. Spell destroys the first one, and you destroy the other one, taking only two hit points of damage in melee. And lucky for you, you didn't get paralyzed. Okay? What was seven? I can't even write, read my own handwriting. Something in dagger. <laughs> um, continual light, yeah, maybe? Yeah, uh, that sounds right. Uh, you, uh, you kill them both after taking two hit points of damage, and luckily for you, you don't become paralyzed. Okay. And, which, eight. and what was eight? Eight was whatever. Okay. Polymorph elf, polymorph self to an elf, and then attack with More dagger. More people took eight than you? No, I'm the only one who took eight. It doesn't help you. You become paralyzed from his touch and are soon killed. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, that's I lame. I died an elf. You always wanted to be an elf. I'm, I'm dead. What? But do you know why I did that? Not because I wanted to die. Let me think. It has something to do with the fact that... Wait. We, t- we did this in the, in the tournament. That's, I, I oh, thought the elf would work, oh. which again I don't understand why it doesn't. And I would I would be fighting with Kelly, but it's his, his game, and I would I would take I rip up my character and leave, but that would be fine. Now there was something uh, we had polymorph self in the game, uh, and what what was the advantage of doing that? Do you remember? I know it's two weeks ago. Then you become a fish or something. Right, they became a fish, and then when you oh, you hit points back, come back. That's what I wanted to do. That's very. I was going to apply. So for that, that was very. So so you were just being very. Rare. Basically, you were just going to get the hit points back that you lost from being shredded, because you turned into an elf. And we get a D twelve. Well, I I thought the elf would convey the ninety percent. I figured I'd take oh. some damage, but when I turned back, I was going to adjudicate. Ninety percent resistant. That's ninety percent resistant to the paralyzation. That's right. Okay, but you can still take damage, but you ninety percent resistant to paralyzation. Then you get your hit points back. Right, that was a gamble. That was the idea. That was a gamble, but I'm dead. So Does that mean you don't get to play anymore? Very... No, I'm done. Wait, yeah. now I just... wait, wait, wait. Isn't there? Right. Oh my gosh, and you're so an elf. I, I... You can't be. You can't be raised. Yeah, I'm dead now. Well, no, oh, you're I'm not, not an elf. I know why I said elf. that. You're just following yourself. No, roll for raise. He let's raise you. Don't you think? What's your comment? Well, the... Well, well, the problem is, is I was an elf. I mean, if polymorph self makes you into an elf, I mean, you're an elf. You, and so I should have got 90% resistance, but what he's saying oh, is that did so work. when you polymorph, you get all the, right, you don't lose your soul, though, of course. You still have a soul. You don't have a spirit. Right. Right? Yeah. No, I don't have a spirit. So you get then. the good right. stuff. That's it. Yeah, but I should have survived. I mean, it's some, I'm, you know, but again, I'm going to honor the. Oh, uh, yes. I see what you're saying here because, well, unless you, well, unless you blew your role, but I, right, what you, I agree with you. It seems that Kelly here is saying that if you're polymorphed into an elf, yeah, that's interesting. Why would Kelly do say that? Why would he include polymorph to an elf if it wasn't for that? Oh, it says I'm fully, and, and, and David's reminding me, it's, I'm fully resistant to uh, Oh, there's that. not, yeah, 90% is the what sleep and It's charm only for sleep. 
and charm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so they're completely resistant. Where, where? I mean, I know it's accurate. Is that Monster Manual say that, or does it? Yeah, it says. Yeah, ghouls attack by page forty-four of the Monster Manual. Ghouls attack by clawing with their filthy nails and with fangs, as causes humans, including blah blah blah, but elves to become rigid. Then polymorph self. Yep. Yes, you're all correcting me. I'm sorry. They're all getting on because I said because I said ninety percent. It was actually full immunity. So again, let's go to polymorph self. We'd have to read Polymorph Self to see if it conferred the special abilities. Maybe that's considered a special ability, and that's why I didn't get that. Oh, what? Yeah, tell me the page number when you get there. Okay, so spell does not give other abilities attack magic, nor does it run the risk of changing personality and mentality. What page number are you on? I'm sorry, page 78 of Thank the Player's you. Handbook. Oh my gosh, it's so long. When the spell is cast, that's polymorph other. Oh, thank you. Yes, oh, thank goodness. When this spell is cast... Is able to assume the form such as a wren and its form of locomotion. It does not provide other abilities. So what he's saying is oh, that... Yeah. Now, it's interesting. Uh, but he's saying that they would not provide the abilities of it. I okay. would agree with that. Do you agree with that now that you've yeah. read that? Now that I read it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's why he taught you something. That's fine. Well, it didn't teach me anything. I, the, the smart thing was to do one. That's what I well, would have done. Because taught you. Because everything else is a gamble. It taught, it taught you don't polymorph into a self when you're facing ghouls, thinking that it's going to give you resistance to their paralyzation right. effect, right? Well, and then the question is when we did this, because again, we, we allowed people during the tournament to polymorph into a fish. Right. Well, can they? It talks about locomotion, but doesn't talk about breathing. Is that a special ability, or is that not a special ability to breathe underwater? Well, it says other. No, I think. Yeah. Well. Well, we need to look in the DMG. It says attack magic. I hate that, etc. Then. Do you know how much litigation results from the use of etc.? So, can you right. imagine anyone actually putting that on a contract, etc.? Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's take a look at the DMG. The DMG might have something to say about this. Orslo. All right. Spell. Yeah, because it says does not give other abilities. I know we're, this is, we already did spell selection. But basically it just talks about locomotion. But in this case with the fish, yeah, you can swim, but you can't breathe underwater. So. Oh, and it's not talked about in the DMG. What, oh, wait, what level? No, it's fourth oh, wow. level. Hang on. No, uh, polymorph yeah. others. Oh, yeah, there's no polymorph self. <laughs> polymorph others. They're talking about polymorphing henchmen. So apparently that was yeah, the advance. Like As is continually yeah, pointed right. out, henchmen and hirelings will not, in capital letters, not, desire to be served to the effect. Oh my god, that's terrible. So basically, players were using their henchmen and they're casting polymorph other on the henchmen. Like, hey, you're this, go do that. You're a mouse, go in there, go in that hole. Right, yeah, whatever, or... Yeah, make them into a giant something and attack. Do you yeah. think there's like probably like a henchman's union? I mean, I know guilds are unions, but like the henchman's guild that like protests this and like has standard contracts, like what you can't do. Like, yeah, yeah. Here's the terms: <laughs> I cannot polymorph me. Can't make me grab cursed items. Right. Exactly. We need. This is a violation of the uh, the international law of henchmen and hirelings convention. Richie needs a draft of the standard henchman. Contract. 
standard henchman contract, exactly. I'll be expecting that uh, you'll agree to this, of course. <laughs> that's right. Well, I assume it's implied by, by you, you know, it's just, it says you accept all the terms of the in, in standard international thing. It's just one line. Oh, right. Then you have to refer to it if you want to get a copy of it. Right. It's not right. You wouldn't yeah. be printing the whole contract. So, no, I think you do get to see. So it does say. Well, it says if you see, if you become a bird, you don't get the oh. vision of a bird. You get the human thing. Oh, my gosh. So you think you can't go into something that can breathe water because you can't breathe because you would drown i don't know that's that people are going back and forth that this is why we play first i would allow it because the rule of cool because you're fun yeah Mm -hmm. well then i would have allowed paralyzation no no, kelly no you you only you well that's an interesting question now you're talking about whether you fill in gaps with a cool rule versus overriding a rule that's uncool with a cool rule i mean because i'm not i'm much less likely well, to overrule a rule with a cool uncool rule with a cool rule well the, i would say he couldn't because again an owl can fly but his vision would be normal so the only thing it because it, it specifically says the locomotion you get but not anything else so to me i'd say you 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 can you breathe like a human which is stupid but if you're not giving me resistance, which is an innate ability of an elf, breathing is fish. Breathing underwater is an innate ability of a fish. It's not magical per se. We don't know don't why have, elves. Wait, I'm sure someone don't. Is, I have the. I have gills. I have gills. I don't have lungs. I have gills. I've polymorphed gills. Well, but you, have you? Yes. Look you at me. Assume the form. I yeah. Mean, well, but it says you only get the locomotion. It does not give you other abilities, etc. Yeah, but there's a That's gap. The but there's a gap because then it's got a parenthetical qualifying or defining abilities, and it seems to look you 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 the etc. has to be consistent with it what it is that comes before it, and it says attack. Well, but they give they give an example, right? But they give an example. The owl can fly, which is part of its construction, but it doesn't have the vision, which... You're right. You're right. That's also like part of the I got thing. the eyes. Why don't I have the... Why aren't the eyes working? Why don't you have the... I'm, yeah. That seems why, very specific. Why can't... Why can't you just have it all? You know, well... well and I'd be fine with that. I would say... I, you know, again, to me... I, well, because then you'd polymorph into a bodious. dragon and you could breathe fire. That's right. Well, I'm whatever. A, right. Yeah. Right, I get it. So he tried to he tried to put qualifications. He should have put the net. But that's right. Is he, okay? You raise a very. Is this the dragon fire rule? Is this basically the dragon fire? He didn't want you to be a dragon with fire, and right. so you lose the fire. So now you can't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to just tell you. I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. Well, we know. We don't know what. No, that's when you know what it is. You, it's not. It is what it is. We don't know what it is. We don't know, right? It is what it is, but the problem is we don't know what it is. All right. That's confusing. Well, you know, I... It is. Yeah, but that's why polymorphs are... I mean, and you got to have DMs and players who want to play nicely and figure this stuff out. But you don't... Yeah, all right. But you don't get the paralysis. Okay. Well, I accept... Look, I accept the ruling of the Dungeon Master. No, it's not the ruling of the DM. It's, it's, It's Gary. 
you know, he's ruled that you don't get this ability. I would argue it's innate ability. And just like breathing water and fish, we wouldn't, what is this, the land of misfit animals? I'm a fish who can't breathe. <laughs> From uh, the island of yeah, misfit toys. Now it's the island. All right. Can you... I can only swim in jelly. What does that mean? I can still talk? So if I don't have the abilities, the talking abilities of a fish, or communic the communicative abilities of a fish, does that mean I get to talk? Am I talking fish? I don't know. Five, yeah, fish, fish, fish. That's what right. I would say. All right. Okay. Do we, uh, do we have time to talk about uh, White Dwarf? Yeah, we do. Uh, White I think, Dwarf, I think we, we do. do, because I, I, was, I was not, you know. It's not going to It wasn't long. that much in issue 20. That I was excited no. about. Was there anything in there that you found? Uh, I, I thought it was interesting that what Ian Livingstone talked about. Yeah, let me get it fired up. Sure, sure. Just a second. Just a second. So this is uh, 40 years ago, the August-September issue of White Dwarf Magazine, 1980. We've been talking about Dragon Magazine and White Dwarf, uh, the 40th anniversary of the issues. We've right. we've been, what, I'd say, skimming them. Yeah, that's that's a fair right, as opposed to to reading them intently. And I thought what was interesting, and I know you're you're trying to get this out, but I'll just mention right at the beginning, he talked about uh, alignment and that he felt uh, Ian felt that players did not often play consistently with their alignment. Right. Uh, that you know that the lawful good characters would go in and slaughter people, and, uh, and that, that didn't really play consistently. And so. You know, we've we've had been we've had that issue uh, forever. Yeah, that's and that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, hold on, I'm loading this up, and we're loading, and we're loading. Okay, cool. I don't know how I'm going to manipulate this now. Maybe do it that way. Uh, okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I says typical with white dwarf things that that you know that that I'm interested in are the fiend factory, which is always hit or miss because fiend factory always has very unusual monsters. Like I like to think about these are oftentimes ones that didn't make it into fiend folio, which says something. And <laughs> that's right. And the, the fiend folio, often the fiend folio rejects. I mean, I know the fiend folio, many of them came from there, of course, but uh, a lot of these are fiend folio rejects. And uh, we've got a, uh, you know, usually you got some, some, some interesting magic items in there. And uh, none, of, none of the monsters in the fiend fa factory really I found terribly interesting. Um, I thought that there was a uh, there was a mud monster which was mildly interesting, which which hides in mud and jumps down and attacks you and can look like stone. I thought that was fairly interesting. Uh, some of the magic items were eh, they were kind of meh. Uh, they they were kind of unusual. Um, I don't remember anything in there that was terribly amazing. The article that I right. thought was the most interesting is there was an article dealing with clerics trying to convert. Monsters, and I feel like we've seen this before. I can't remember where we saw this. I don't know if it was another White Dwarf magazine, or if it was a Dragon magazine. I can't help but feel like we saw somewhere. We talked about a table where you're trying to figure out 
I got, I got it up. I got it up okay. now. Which, which, see what page we're going to. Well, you know, you can just start scrolling through and tell me what you see. Oh, it's right, clearly so, just killing time. About the alignment. Uh, then there was Dungeons and Dragoons. I guess if you wanted different characters, different, you wanted to use different um, cultures in your game as opposed to your standard uh, European uh, analog for, you know. Saxons and these kind of things. Yeah, that was where you have like an army of Persians or some whatever, right? Or yeah, there's more historical. I tend to stay away from stuff like that. I I tend to like just the the, the classic European kind of Middle Ages, right? Feeling. Uh, but if you want to do Huns or Byzantines, they you know they came up with a bunch of the cultures. Then there was some traveler stuff, which again I'm a huge fan of traveler. But uh, it's a game that I've, this is like D&D. I've spent more time reading it than actually playing it. <laughs> Indeed. Here's the character conjuring about the alchemist, that, the NPC. Did you yeah, read I that? I did read that. Now, that was interesting because there is an alchemist that is an NPC class in Dragon Magazine. I want to say Roger Moore. I can't remember. I think Roger Moore and Georgia Moore, perhaps. Uh, so it's interesting. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, this has happened, I think, a couple times. Maybe we have battling NPCs between White Dwarf and Dragon Magazine. I, I like, I like, you know, I like. Did you do a hermeneutical study between the two of them? Uh, compare and contrast. Well, I think that this one didn't have this one didn't have levels, whereas I think Roger Moore's had levels, right? right. And and this one was more what we'd be used to with NPC classes, which. Uh, you know, you got the, they look like a PC in many respects. But so I thought this was interesting. Well, it has levels, but it doesn't have, at least from my reading of it, it has levels because it talks about you roll a D, but it doesn't have the experience chart. Okay. It's not like. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked the alchemist well enough. I think what it gets me thinking about a lot of these NPCs like the alchemist is, okay, yeah, there is an alchemist, right, which I think is, is mentioned some. I mean, I know it's going to be in the DMG, but I don't think a lot about it, right? I don't think about like, okay, so when you're creating magic items, you know, who's doing it, who's helping? And so I would like to do at some point a podcast on, on making magic items because I think that's kind of an interesting issue but so yeah it was right, hold on was, let me add that to the it list it was pretty short i mean it, it was it, it didn't get me all jazzed like the necromancer you know or the black priest i think some of the lupulsifer npcs but uh it's interesting yeah because it, it's it talks about in the dmg you know the hireling alchemist and it's but again it's you know again there's so much information in the dmg they don't there's some things they super flesh out and other things they kind of go meh yeah like the sage, there's a lot you can work with, but the alchemist, oh, it can help you, but there's really not a lot. So I thought it was good, and you can kind of flesh out potions because that's something that the the players are going to want to do if you allow them, which is basically have making potions. Well, the best part was the chance of a lab explosion. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 You that's awesome. roll for the labs. Catastrophic. That's good stuff. Minus yeah, that's 10. good stuff. I like yeah. that. So you just sort of, that's what happens is there's sort of like, you know, in the town one day, there's like this big, huge explosion. Bill, you know, building goes uh, up flames. Well, it's like Beirut, basically, is what happens then. You just, yeah, yeah. the whole town. Yeah, Elrond's, El uh, Elrond's lab. Too, too much, well, that, and that could be the, you know, that could be dynamic too, that you're, what are they doing in that wizard tower? Yeah. You know, you, you build your tower and. 
people are not happy because they, we remember that last wizard that lived here and they point to the crater. Or, 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 or burn then, the whole town. The famous fire of yeah, at, 2392. Then you're casting hallucinatory terrain. No, there's no crater there. Yeah, it's magic fine. users are, are they're, they're, you know, they got like the shadow mastiff. They, they, right. they're going, yeah. Yeah, you got to think about that. Before you let a, fa- a big magic user come into town and live there, Exactly. There's got to be like a real, I mean, don't you have to, you really got to investigate and do a background check on that guy, don't you think? Exactly. Oh, no, I agree. I totally agree. Um, then it's open box, which is a, they kind of review things when there were some interesting things here. I've never heard most of these games except the uh, Traveler stuff. And then there's a little mini adventure, which is okay. I mean, I read it pretty quickly, but. He's a little zany. You got a, what, a Umber Hulk and yeah. a Ogre Magi kind but, of thing. But what I like so. about those is they're short. So if you're looking right. for a short adventure, a one-off, doing a night. I think that White Dwarf is the place to look. Yeah. I think it's good for that. Um, and then here, now here's the Fiend Factory again. I'm, I'm like you. I don't even, I don't even pay attention. The Roger E. Moore had the water le- le- leaper. The which one was it? The, those little frogs. Yeah, the water leaper yeah. frog wing thing. They were okay. I mean, yeah, there was nothing in there. I kind of like the mud ones. There are these guys that hide in the mud, and they yeah. like you know, so you can't see them, and they jump out at you. They they were okay. Uh, there was none of them really. Uh, they weren't keepers. Well, we have to. Yeah, we have till September 30th, Fiend Factory competition. Yep, we saw Dan Collerton's uh, monster that won, right? Previously. Yeah, exactly. The, the Hive uh, Then uh, Starbase, which is another Traveler regular column, which again, I like Traveler. It's, I'd, I'd love to play it again. People want me to run Paranoia. Would you be interested in playing Paranoia? Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I played Paranoia back in the day. It was, it was fun. I liked the game. Okay. Well, we may have a patron-only paranoia um, event. Uh, That'll get people fired up. All right, now we're on the conversion one, page 27 of White Dwarf, which is the one you were talking about, clerics being able to convert Yeah, so right, so this is the idea that, look, I'm all in favor of making clerics more clericky. And the idea of this article was that the clerics are supposed to be trying to convert people and, I guess, monsters. And we know that that's the deities and demigods, I think, says that as well, if I recall correctly, in their talk, discussion of clerics. Yeah. So it gives this, you know, it gives a table of how to figure out if you convert or not. And, you know, I, li- that, I like that in general, but I don't know if I like this idea. It almost was like sort of treating it as a, a, a substitute at times for combat. I don't know right. that I'm in favor of now adding to the cleric's repertoire. You know, cleric's got turning and, of course, is very good at attacking, has, has, has good combat tables. I don't know that I'm really in favor now of adding, like, sort of this conversion power. Uh, I, I think it would be fun to use periodically when you're in town or something, mm-hmm. you know, more role-playing. But I don't know. Going through the dungeon and you run into the goblins and, okay, declare – and the cleric declares attempt to convert. And so everyone's watching yeah. and you can't, you know, you can't interfere. It's like the spell casting. You can't interfere. So you got to tell, I guess, everyone back off. I'm going to try to convert. 
and you stand there and you try to convert them. And, you know, it, it seems like it would be hard to convert that quickly, right? I mean, isn't this more of a long game? Do you really like... Right. I don't know. What were your thoughts? So, so I, I, didn't, I didn't like no, it. I, I, I agree. I think it's, it's trying to make a combat thing. Uh, oh, see page, DM page 56, breathing on the fish question. Oh, I my. Know. I'll have to look. We've got... Uh, okay. oh, all right. Page 56. So, yeah, so, no, I like the idea. I, I, again, I like the fact that it is trying to push clerics right. to be more cleric-y. I just think this has gone a little bit over. Wouldn't you get tired of the cleric continually trying to convert? Don't doing a dungeon crawl and the clerics endlessly trying to convert. And then, you know, so it's kind of like the chaotic neutral or the evil cleric who's got the bunch of undead following them. Now you've got like a big gang of you've converted them and they're all following you. I just, I don't know. It seems to be a bit of a mess. Oh, breathing. So we're on breathing on the top of 56 on the DMG. I've read this actually our adventure they can also polymorph others into forms that can breathe water others others the first major concern on our adventure is breathable air magic users have the advantage in this area as they have access to several spells that can solve the problem they can also polymorph others into forms that can breathe water wait so why so that's why couldn't why would self be different because self doesn't change. Others, you become that thing. That's why you have to make a system shock. Right? Oh, so that actually supports your argument. Because for polymer fathers, it expressly says that you get the breathing. That's why it's so long, I guess. So polymorph self yes. is much is much. I just figured it was a. Di- I, I never really thought about the difference between so, just self and others. But so there is a real sub, uh, some sort of difference. Yeah, you're just sort so of a shape we, change. We you're just sort that. of a shape change. So, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's more of a doppelganger okay. kind of thing. But the key thing is the locomotion, so you can fly. So you can be a bird. Got it. So they give you that. Okay. All right. Well, there's the I, yep. I agree with you now, then. That, that's, that's more support. So. Is, well, I, I'm glad I, I went back on and chat as Bob. No, I didn't know that. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate that. All right. So we keep going. I like the, uh, yeah, to your point is I like it. I'm not sure I like it as a combat action. It should be more persuasive and pervasive and insidious. Right. If, you know, if it's evil. Right. Like you convert, you convert the chambermaid and now she, you know, now she'll help you out or something. Right. And, and, and. Over some time. Yes. It should be, unless you're like, you know. Uh, and, and if you're going to do that, then you almost need like either be high level or have a spell convert. You know, like if you're an evangelist, that somehow you know just hearing them within five seconds oh, they convert. But that's not a spell, is it? That'd be a great spell. No, it's not right. Conversion. That, to me, that would be yeah. That should exactly. be a spell. And what I the one thing I didn't like was I didn't think that this article gave enough modifiers for charisma. I feel like charisma should play a greater role. Right. Because it's a dump stack now, and it should be clerics should be highly charismatic if they're going to be zealots and they're going to try and to it convert did, it people. It did give it did give a modifier for high charisma, but it was just it was a cliff, not a slope. So I think it was fifteen and higher. You get like plus one, or that's it, or something like that. I felt oh, okay. like it should yeah. have been it should have been incremental. Just use the reaction table. I should just use the reaction table bonuses. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's right. Something with that. So I, I like the idea. And again, I think I've seen it somewhere else. I think someone else did this somewhere. Okay. I don't know where. 
Are you okay? There's an earthquake? What are you hearing? Oh. No, you, your screen no, started I shaking. Just me a book. How's my sound? Okay. You know, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of business going out there. That sounds, sounds right. good. Okay. All right. Uh, but I like the idea because that's, you know, or else if not, then clerics become these medics. They just become medics, and that's not cool. So I like that. That's why I like it. Uh, okay, so that is that. What's this one? Ah, interesting. Okay, cool. All right, very cool. That was good. Uh, again, it was okay. I, you know, I think still White Dwarf is still pretty. I mean, they're not as they're they're only in twenty episodes. They're still every other month. Whereas Dragon at this time, it's been out for a few more years, so it's a little more ahead of time. It seems to me like you know, Dragon is. I want something dependable, not crazy. You know, comfortable, solid. White Dwarf. I want something kind of, I want to roll the dice. Some kind of wacky little out there. It'll either be, you know, a big hit or a big miss. That's kind of the way I view the difference right now between White Dwarf. So there's most of the stuff I absolutely love, White Dwarf. Stuff. Well, when does when Aurelian come out? 42? Oh, that's like 80, yeah. The, what is that? Is that 82? Yeah, that's the 40s. Sounds like 82. Yeah, so I, 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 we're not even in the golden... What I think people would consider the golden age of White Dwarf at this point. I, that's my point to this. It's it's not really. It's a year yeah. or two behind. We've Dragon. had Tis and Thane. I don't know that we've had. I can't remember if the Lichways before or after Tis and Thane. But you know, yeah, it's. I remember because again, I knew nothing about. It. I, I what you know the Grognard Files goes over the, the you know the different golden ages of the, and I don't remember the exact numbers. So if you go look at that. The episode on White Dwarf, you can find that out, which would be very helpful to that. So, okay, very good. Uh, you know, it was okay. Uh, okay, so next thing I have on my uh, list is, so yeah, this was a fun week, by the way. So two things happened this week. Um, for those who don't pay attention to the uh, the Twitter um, you know, we, we had a, I had a lightning strike or a lightning hit somewhere near my house, taking out three TVs, the security system. It's funny, Rob from Menion. He's like, why do you need a security system for us? I said, well, you know, we live in, live in a dangerous place called Florida. So, uh, you know, it's kind of, he's like, you know, he lives in Japan, so it's yeah, a little we, different yeah. thing. But again, Anyway, the pool equipment, it's, it's, been a, it's been kind of a mess. But fortunately, the three things worked. The air conditioning works, and the, the studio computer did not get damaged. So yay for that. So that's why we're streaming today. So we're pretty happy about that. Though I need to put another light up here because I'm a little dark, which is okay. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, I hope, uh, I'm going to hopefully find out what happened. But, uh, you know, you, you, you start realizing how much these individual things cost it was it was we need more patrons i'm just gonna say <laughs> to that pay, uh, to pay for your damage to your house yeah no it's, it's it is what it is but we're very fortunate you know like i said 2019 i would have been very unhappy 2020 eh, for the course it is what it is exactly I'm alive. Um, 
And, and then the second news, which I don't know if you're aware of, uh, I stopped the uh, Borderlands campaign. I did not know that. I figured I did. I was going to wait to. Wow. Yes, I, en- I ended it last Sunday because, um, you know, we were going to talk about problem players. <laughs> and um, this is getting ugly. Remember, we were going to have an episode about problem players. Uh, but this is not really a problem player. What, what happened here is we just had people who didn't see how they, they, they had different visions of how to play the game. And it was just, they started getting mad at each other. And so um, it got to the point where, you know, people were being very heated. And I'm like, I'm not going to be part wow. of this. Uh, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. If you go out to the, if you go out to the meetup, it was getting pretty heetered. Well, now I got to go to the there. meetup. Yeah, you're going to have to like go to the last one. The last one that I canceled. Jerry Springer uh, show. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got to pay attention to this. It's like a Jerry Springer show, right? Right. Oh, yeah. It was. It, well, they, they, the group had ended up in a very dire situation, which is not unusual for, uh, you know, first edition. For first edition. But, um, you know, they, they started turning on each other. And, um, you know, a lot of things, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But the fundamental discussion was group. I won't call it group think, making sure the group acts cohesively versus individual player agency. That's what it ended up being the challenge. And people, most people were like, we got to work together. Some people said, well, yeah, we have to work together, but you know, we're not going to just follow people and not play our character if our character wouldn't do that, is the general thing of that. And so... Go ahead, Dan. Yeah, no, no. I just that's very interesting because I hadn't thought about that dynamic. Because you're 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 right. I mean, there's there is there can be. So not only is there potentially tension between players just having different views on how to approach the game. Should we do X? Should we do Y? But then if you also inject into it your player, your character's personality. And a desire to play that personality. You've injected another personality. So you've got your personality. You have potentially your character's personality. You have multiple people, and so it's it. Yeah, it can can make it very difficult at times. So you know, if you think about it, D and D is basically a bunch of people sitting around at a bar talking and having a good time. That's the way I view it. And there happens to be right. a game going on. And I don't mean to belittle the game part of it, but for so many of us, right? It's a very it's obviously a very social thing. It's not like a war game. I want to play. I want to play against you and see who wins. It's a very social thing, um, and and if you don't, you know, if if you have different personalities, that's it's 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 going to cause issues. So I'm 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 sorry to hear that. It's I guess the thing about it though is is the great thing. Let's look at the bright side. How long that campaign? Now it's not what Chase Scott's. I write somebody who's right. Who I think who's had his campaign for thirty years. It's not that. But still, it lasted for with, with different people. Like any good band, right. it's going to be come in and come out. But uh, you know that. So, so the Borderlands campaign, in some fashion, it lasted. Well, years. it may not be over yet. It's just I'm not running it anymore. Now someone's discussing taking up the wow. mantle. Uh, well, you certainly, you certainly, yeah. the way you're the way you're describing it certainly would make people want to take it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why apparently. wouldn't they? Well, and I and 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 you know, again, my thing was I wasn't going to play the parent and arbitrate who was right and who was wrong. 
because again, I can accept both styles. I think the group yeah. should work together. But I also think people should play their characters, not just, you know, I think what it comes down to, some people see the game and want to play it as they are, the, the characters are avatars for themselves. They're not taking on the role of this person, you know. When I play Bob the Fighter, I'm playing, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's a game piece on the thing and I'm using the skills. I don't really get too invested in the quote unquote role playing. And I'm not going to do dumb things, quote unquote, uh, because I'm not I'm not inhabiting the skin of Bob. And then there's other people who are like, well, I want to see how it would be like Bob. And you're going to do suboptimal things if you act in oh, wait, that that's, moment. That's interesting you say Bob. that because my experience with you has been that you do inhabit the skin. So when you 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 really do seem to get into. No, I, I prefer that. I'm just saying there's yeah. two types of people. Oh, right. That's where the camps yeah. broke down to. They're, and, and they won't admit it. I don't say they don't admit it, but they, they, they'll say they're role-playing, but they really are using their, right. their character. They play the same person. They, it's well, just a different class. Well, it's why class. I play Look, that's when I play a gnome. It's because I associate with, right? I like, they're, you know, they like to goof off. And so, yeah. So, I mean, oftentimes you pick characters. You know, I that that are are similar to you. I also would be interesting. I don't, you know, this goes against what Gary said, which is that you've got to let players pick their own characters. I thought it'd be fun to randomly roll what your race is and what your class is, and you know, right, and just and go with it. And so that way, you, you play something that you know you, you typically don't. I also because you know you don't pick what you. What would be fun, I think, is is you just randomly roll because that's what you're born. Randomly roll your sex. And randomly roll your stats. Don't use number one. Just straight down the line, because that's right. it's kind of like if you think about it, the luck of birth. Well, that's interesting. That's the campaign that I'm very exciting. Uh, that uh, if I was going to run a campaign, I would want to do a. Uh, Nico and I were talking about a using the polymorph, uh, not polymorph, the reincarnation magic user table. To determine yeah, what let's you do, are. Yeah, where is that? Yeah, where is that? Huh? Uh, it's, That's a great idea. I like that. That's awesome. That you're basically a wizard uh, experiment and you're in the Underdark or something like that, and you just pop up as a pod, and you just get whatever's on. Now, you could use the Druid one, but then but then you'd, uh, then you'd only like be a badger and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Or as you compelling. can just use that chart just to that you're born that, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be right. reincarnation. Right. It's not re- Yeah, but the the idea would be that's how you that's how you pick your class, yeah. and then you can get the cool things of all right, so yeah, uh, page eighty five, and that you're you know you've been you're exp- why well, we were thinking failed experiments or experiments of this mad magic. So it's magic like, so it's like you're letter. the vestiges of a TPK. Right. Yeah. So, so you all are just like, but then you're, but then you're born. You're like a, you're like a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're spawned as well. You're spawned in this vat of reincarnation. Oh, did, yeah. Cause again, it's, it's curious that when you reincarnate, it doesn't say, at least if I don't rec- if I recall, it doesn't say you're a baby ogre or a baby troll. That would be even more interesting. That would be horrible. It kind of infers that you're an adult. You're the same age relative to that but that's a great question oh yeah i'm a half orc 
Yeah, the problem with this chart, though, is he can be a troll and ogre magi. I think, so that would be amazing. Yeah. That's great. You are right, and that is true. So PCs can be that, because that's, if you are reincarnated, that's what you write. So yeah, it's the T, well, it's, it's the TPK, except for the magic user left, right? Yeah, I could do it that way. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of ways of doing it, but uh, the, the idea of, yeah. you, you know, this way they're not picking, and, and basically they have no class at that point. They right. start over, and during the adventure they figure out if they're going to be the wizard. Treasure yeah. Hunt was Again. that way, I believe. I, you know, I feel like Treasure Hunt, where you start at level zero, and, and then you okay. decide. Dungeon Crawl Classics, yeah, and then you kind of, if you survive, you figure out yeah, what you're going to exactly. be. Correct. Let me see, reincarnate, see if they talk about. Oh, see the cleric name on the commentary. Okay, Druid. Uh, the, for a badger character could grow to giant size, have maximum hit points, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it doesn't say what age you start, <coughs> which would be horrible. Yeah, you your baby. At, uh, yeah, your your baby. Well, would you, you roll? In, you're, you're in someone's womb. I was a half orc. I rolled a forty-eight, I think. Oh, I'm a halfling. <laughs> I'm not a half orc. I rolled forty-four. So we should have a party with a half orc, a uh, a half elf, a half ogre, and a halfling. Yeah. Right. And, and you know the what I you know so we, so yeah you could get ogre magi which would be amazing or you could get cobalt which would be like oh no I'm a cobalt <laughs> I have one to four hit points well then it's like what's your alignment are you born with an alignment yeah well I would say no you you grow is into the alignment. the idea is just to change yeah nature nurture well I I think it's it's nature but I would you're not you're you in this body. And that you would eventually become that. But you're reincarnated, so you're not the same personality, right? That you are. Well, but that's the idea. I mean, you could do it that way. If you're holding to the spell, then yes, yeah. that's what you'd have to do. But it says you, re you retain so some of it. I don't remember exactly what it is, but you get, you get the point. Uh, just something to break up. So that's, that's what happened. And, you know, at this point... Um, you know, we're, we're, I'm taking a break from it. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because all of them are friends of mine. And, you know, you don't want to see people getting acrimonious about, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the game. You don't want the, in, and I wrote rules, you know, for the campaign. That's like rule number three or two. You know, we're here to have fun. You don't get angry at the players. The characters can get angry, but, you know, and, and I think, there's people who want to play and do suboptimal things, and there are other players who don't like that because it endangers their players. It's uh, we're not even talking about, you know, stealing from the party yeah. and uh, killing from the party. This is just, you know, my character is going to talk back at the king because he's a you know a chaotic neutral. He's an anarchist, yeah. kind of thing. It's because it because. You well, know, and it just devolved into that. It is that. tough. I mean, we've talked about that with things like intelligence, where, you know, if your character is a low intelligence, do you play a stupid character? You know, so in other words, you come to the puzzle that you need to solve. Yeah. Do you say, like, I'm not even going to try because my character would never get this? The other party members 
some of them wouldn't be too happy with that decision, right? They expect you to use your own intelligence, you know, make make the best right. decision not that you think should be made, not the way your character would think should be made. So, okay, well, very sorry. Hopefully somebody will pick that up. That is our flagship group, of course, the Borderlands campaign. Well, I think they will. I think someone's going to. Um, uh, you know, but it's 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 just you know it's again I'm, I I need to take a break and kind of uh, yeah. So it really wasn't um, it wasn't a problem player. It was just yeah, a misalignment right. of, of. It's people. not surprising. No, it, it sounds like no one's at fault. There's different philosophies as to the way you should play the game. Well, and it was getting to the point where people were blaming each other. So that's why I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to foster right. people being right. happy. Pe- people and think their philosophy is, I mean, it's their philosophy. the way. So they think it's correct. I understand, right? I, that's understandable. And that causes conflict. Right. So whoever's going to DM next, you know, we want to make sure that they make it very clear what the rules are going to be and um, from, from a DM perspective. And then the player group, you know, in that quote-unquote session zero, should kind of define what's going to be acceptable or not acceptable. And, uh, well, you know, again, I, that's, that's a challenge. You really should. We talked about this before, too. It's almost like you should have a questionnaire. You should try to create groups with like-minded players. That would be optimal yeah. because, you know, right, and, or explain this the way the group's going to be. It's the philosophy. If, if you have a different philosophy, maybe this isn't the right group for you. Yeah, and I, I see it to me that, and again, the Borderlands group was always an open table. It was always to allow people who weren't playing to play. And, and you know, we've talked about this before. I think that the, the, the concern with that, and I get it because you don't want acrimony for acrimony's sake, is then you're going to start excluding people who don't fit into that. And sometimes that's necessary and sometimes not, but it can be used as a pretense to exclude people who don't think like you and don't act like you, and, and I have a problem with that. Um, you know, I want people who want to play to be able to play. And this is where some compromise could have been yeah. helpful. And I think p- part of it then, too, is... Uh, when you have a hard game where mistakes are deadly, I think this is why some of the new modern editions are a little more uh, open to people because it's not as deadly. And being tactical is not as critical a thing. You know, if you mess around, you could all be dead. Whereas some of the later editions, there's a little more uh, opportunities not to die. So that's some of the decision points for the DM, too, you have to decide. Well, it sounds like there is a need for D&D counselors. D and D nine one one. And people have called yeah, it D and D nine one one. Yeah, yeah. The, the counselor hotline. Yeah, the D and D counselor hotline. Yes. What's the problem? Yeah, so and so wants to do this. Like, all right. Well, let's let's talk about that. Get him on the line. Let's talk it out. Yeah, and and some of the comments that are on the chat is is good too. And I think that's good advice. Is what this the the downside of having an open table where and we've tried to build um, a community here. Like I've had people over, most of the people to our house, right? Dan, you've come over for the holidays, and uh, but we're not best buddies. The whole the people that play together, some of them know each other more. And now with the social distancing, it's even harder. 
I think if people are friends first who play D&D, that's a lot better than people get together to play D&D because, you know, if, if the, the, the dynamic's a little different. You're, you're, you're coming together for this game and that's the reason you're there. Whereas, if the, so then if there's a problem, there is no... Yeah, you D. already know each other. You already like each other. You already understand the personalities. You tolerate it. Oh, that's just Dan being Dan. Dan, of course, is going right. to be the goofy gnome and try to do something silly, and we tolerate it. That's Dan. We've been tolerating right. it for, you know, 50 years. So, yeah, it's true. And then the other thing that would help is it depends on the style. It, it, you know, this is from, a you know, Hindsight being 2020, the last campaign was very, you know, Lord of the Rings kind of thing. You have stop the wand of Orcus from coming into the, you know, world and creating a, a perpetual world of shadow. Everyone's got, everyone knows what their game plan is. They may not agree on the ends, but they're not going to mess around till the end point. Everyone is moving right. forward with, you know, they're not gonna, there's not a lot of downtime. You're all kind of moving towards this quest. There's not a lot of intrigue because you, you, there may be a betrayal at the end, whereas this one was more, hey, you're trying to you know, explore the city and there's different quests and some people's priorities. Some people are like, well, why am I doing this? Well, because you want to do it. It's much more vague and it allows for more nonsense. So uh, I think if you have a diverse group, probably having that Lord of the Rings epic you know it doesn't have to be epic right away but make it very clear that there's a time limit you know something dramatic is going to happen so that people focus on the end and then if they're going to have shenanigans it's going to be at the end yeah a clear goal right I, and that's my opinion i agree makes sense um, uh just from from seeing this because it, it exacerbates there's a lot of great character development and people are trying to um but it also caused a lot more a lot more drama than than we needed to, which is, you know, never never fun. So, okay, well, I think uh, I think Jason said he'd be on at ten thirty, so we got a few more minutes before we come on. Let me see if we got anything else on there. I'm looking through the chat. Yeah, and people are saying Shannon uh, problem with the diverse group. Uh, yeah, and. and yeah, that's that's yeah exactly. We tolerate Dan. I exactly, agree with that. Right. Um, yeah, and and you know again, I I try not to you know when I play, and someone's being a, a, a quote unquote annoying, and you know you can define that for whatever it is. I don't take it personally, um, as long as they're doing it in the game, and it's not an excuse for just being a jerk. You know, if your character has a secret and you're doing secretly things, I'm good with that. If you're just stealing from the party just to steal from the party, then I'm going to take your character, if I have a chance, as a character, and I'm going to tie him up and take all his money and say, if you do it again, I'm going to kill you. Now, I, that's not against you, Dan. If your guy's being it's different being goofy, but if you're stealing from the party and we're going to tie you up and we're going to say, all right. I forgot your uh, character's name, you know, whatever it is. If you keep doing that, we're going to kill you. Doesn't mean I'm going to kill Dan. Mm -hmm. That's that seems to be where people lose their mind because again, they they some of the folks perceive it as well you're attacking me. 
No, I'm attacking the character. I'm playing, and that, and then when people forget that line, um, you know, and then it bleeds into player versus player, and all that. You got to be where you need. You know, you got to have that skill set <coughs> and that understanding to do it. And a lot of folks don't because they didn't. They didn't sign up for that. They just want to roll dice, get treasure, kill orcs, rinse and repeat. Listen to a story. They don't want all this drama. So anyway. It is what it is. That's and and I had not planned on being DMing for two and a half years too. That was not the intent when I took it over. I thought someone else was going to, but maybe this will be the chance. This is big, a pushy, a big production. All rights reserved.